So uh, another a big part of our tour was when I feel like we barely knew you at this time now that I'm like thinking back, but when we went to London yeah, with your, your injured hand, which we won't get into. <laughs> I tucked it out, got on that plane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you did. And yeah, we flew, flew to London and set up a show at the Canada Water Library. Mm, Remember that smell? From Brooklyn, New York, this is the Brooklyn Art Library Podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Peterman. This is part two of our conversation with Jeff Sugarman, who is a longtime friend of the project and employee, and she's now the treasurer on our board. And since we're all missing travel right now, we thought it would be fun to talk about all of our great tour shenanigans. So if you haven't listened to part one, please go back and listen to that first. I hope you enjoy. That seems like an odd thing to bring up, but yeah, I do remember that. I do remember, now that I think about it, yeah. I, it was I that horrible it, smell, and we would like be traumatized about it. Apparently, only the bars on a bridge. No, I remember, I, but uh, it was so cool. I mean, like, yeah. it was just so cool, the idea that like places in other countries, I mean, it, of course we knew the collection, had books from all over the world and that was amazing and cool and we had been sharing them you know in our Brooklyn space and all over the country but to actually get to go um abroad yeah was amazing yeah that was it was a really cool experience and we didn't yeah we didn't know what to expect that was the first time we had traveled abroad I mean I people who maybe were around that time that was when we were planning the London and Australia trip and then ended up having to postponed the Australia trip uh, but we did the London one and it was it was just such a really awesome experience to meet people on you know another country that are like lining up to see their sketchbook that was really cool how long were you in London for I feel like it was really long it was like a week plus at least a week yeah yeah at the same location or did you change it up yeah, same location. Same place. Yeah, and I mean, just thinking about how we got everything there too, that was like a whole logistic of like internationally shipping thousands of books and, you know, gosh, the stress of like packing that and dealing with like international freight shipping. <laughs> Talk about like figuring stuff out for the first time. I remember just like every day, like constantly updating that tracking on the shipment to New Zealand, like get there, get there, get there. <laughs> Please get there. <laughs> yeah it was it was pretty terrifying and um yeah and then well you were on this trip but a year later we we finally did the australia trip and that was also terrifying to send it literally to the other side of the world and just be like fingers crossed you can't see me shrugging (laughs) but i'm shrugging well because it's all these unique pieces of art it's not just the stress of like i hope our show goes well there's like so much you know, so much care, obviously, that we have for, you know, how devastating it would be if something, anything happened uh, along the way. So, yeah, stressful. So do you, I don't, do you remember your first city that we went to for your first tour? It was Chicago, I think. Yeah. yeah. It was, you know, I remember because it was, it was a pretty long drive. Just the first stop was in Chicago from New York. Um, and we. Hyde know. Park Art, Art Center. Yep. 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 Um I remember that show. Yeah, we were still using the rolling shelves. And I remember we had some trouble when we first got there, like figuring out how to use the trailer hitch and everything. That was 
(laughs) We might have, I think the first night we parked, we like we're out in the parking lot with like flashlights and like trying to like figure out like, you know, rigging, you know, unhitching the all the gear and stuff. And like, I think someone called the police because it was just like a bunch of kids (laughs) in the parking lot with flashlights, like messing around with a vehicle. (laughs) Then I think they helped us. Um, But yeah, no, the first show, it's, um, it was really cool. I'm, I'm able to like, you know, relive some of those memories because I was like scrolling through my Instagram uh, last night, like way back. Yeah. Um, and just like seeing uh, some shots I took from from first stops and from the road and from little roadside attractions we stopped at. And um, yeah, in Chicago, I remember it was cool because we um, we had the system kind of like down to a science at, at some point, you know, we had like everything as chaotic as what we've just described sounds like everything had a system in a place we had signage and we had you know all the instructions for like step one do this step two do that and whenever we got to a space it was just a puzzle of like okay you know what fits where and where do we get people to queue up and where do we put the shelves and yeah once we had that figured out we were ready to roll yeah and we had remember we had all the different computer stations mm-hmm. we had to carry the computers with <laughs> us which i feel like we're still using at the library oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep, the computers same computers Not the uh, i remember getting to chicago that night and i think that's the first time the sketchwork project instagrammed was wow. that wow. chicago Monumental. weekend yeah yeah that's huge uh i think if you scroll all the way back i don't know if we've changed or if we've like deleted photos or something but it, it was at one point the first sketchwork project instagram uh for that trip but yeah that because we were still using a hipstamatic <laughs> oh wow yeah that's really funny to like <laughs> share photos on facebook i guess um okay so yeah we did chicago uh you set up uh this drawing table with prismacolor markers and things like that it, that's it was, yeah, yeah. it's really fun to do those like on-site projects it was. I feel like that was really a, a cool addition to it. Tormail was a cool one. Um, it was like, so at every stop, we had these branded um, postcards and envelopes with all the materials and people could like draw, write whatever they want. And the idea was that we would uh, swap it at one of our upcoming stops. So like, you know, in LA, someone could have gotten the one that someone dropped off in Chicago. So it was like a give and take um, swap. It, it was, it worked out really well. It was cool. Yeah. We weren't sure how, how it would work, but people loved it. I feel like we need to go back to, uh, this is just reminding me of, we have all the stories from the road uh, videos from this tour um, that we were interviewing people. I think they're still on our uh, Vimeo page. There's a few of them, but there's, yeah, there's like the one where Chris, we have that video of us driving to Vancouver. It was like me, Sarah and Chris were in the van we're like driving towards vancouver and yeah that, that's up there somewhere so check that out we'll have to like pull in some audio for this. yeah i think i feel like this whole um episode needs a lot of visual support for like what that early you know tour looked like with you and shane and what those shelves were like because it has evolved so much um through different iterations and it's kind of hard to imagine we'll create a powerpoint to accompany yeah. the, the show we'll use hipstamatic and post yeah um do you what would you say your favorite I mean I know you said sort of experiencing the open road was a really good experience what's your favorite like participant experience Mm -hmm. like a story that you remember or just the first one that comes to mind doesn't have to be the best 
<laughs> yeah. Um, I remember, I mean, I remember in Portland, we actually think I, we did a stories from the road with this uh, kid, which was some of the coolest experiences was like meeting young participants who yeah. did it with their family. Um, and I remember interviewing this, this boy who was talking about his, his sketchbook. And um, I think that stuck with me because I always loved drawing from a young age and really just stuck with it because people encouraged me and just uh, to see someone who was getting excited about it really early um, and was like so proud of his drawings and so excited that they were being shared and Tate man. Ta remember? You remember? Yeah. Tate man. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I love Tate man. I think about him all the time. That was one of the drawings. <laughs> the um, yeah. And he said, yeah, we, we use, it was LA that it was oh, the LA, LA show, okay. but he, at the end, which is what I've used in like talks, he says like, you know, when you make a mistake, just erase it and start over. Like he was just like, or just yeah. pretend you did it on purpose or something. It was like the best advice you could get. And we have to find that. We do. He had, a, he had sort of a unique name and I, so I could never, Yost yeah. Or something like that. Yeah. There's something like that. I, I mean, we have it on the video. He's got to be, he was probably what? 10 yeah nine. i think he was nine. so he's he's got to be like in college now you got to get him on the podcast <laughs> yeah i was just about to say that we've got to find that kid and he'll be like i can't believe you screwed up my name and where you met me <laughs> yeah <laughs> no, it, would, I remember I, him. it would be so interesting to hear i mean because he did a sketchbook he did the tour mail he like came to the show i'm so curious what if that stuck with him does he not think about it is it not part of you know because he was of age that he would you know, he'd remember it, it could have made an impact on him. So I'm really curious for that. So yeah, we need to get on finding yeah. that kid. Stay tuned. We're gonna have stay a tuned for for that. But um, yeah. yeah, that's that. That was really fun. I mean, the first year was so amazing because of the like first real tour, because there were just so many people coming out. I mean, we were having like you'd have to wait in line for like an hour to get you know two books and then sort of start over and. It was just like, and then at the end of the show, remember, we'd have just like a thousand books to put back. I sure did. We'd have to, it was just, a, it was such a crazy experience. I don't, yeah, we had to be young to have enough energy to do that, apparently. But, well, uh, to your point, too, about, um, you know, how many people, it, it's not a specific story about any one participant, but that first tour was really cool. Cause, like you said, it was our first and it was so many people's first chance to, See their book again in person after they'd sent it in or like meet the person who's like representing the library that could like tell them you know all about it and where their book's been living and yeah i just felt like oh i'm this representative of this thing that's that's been really special to you and that you know we're really excited that you're a part of and just yeah every person obviously had a unique story but just getting to be that like bridge point like the connection um between this art that they made and this larger thing was was cool uh, that reminds me of just how many people would be like, oh, so are you just like helping out locally? And we're like, no, we're the ones that drove it. And then and then that was always preceded by, do you sleep in the mobile library? <laughs> it's like, yeah, no, we don't sleep in it. But <laughs> no. thanks for asking. <laughs> we stayed in hotels and Airbnbs. Thank you for asking. <laughs> Though I did, Sarah and I did go camping once and we had the mobile library and we we didn't sleep in it but we thought it would 
be fun to try to like go in there and like look at sketchbooks at night just for the like bit that like we were camping and doing this and it lasted for it was like so hot and then it was, <laughs> so it didn't it didn't last but we tried we tried yeah you didn't invite totally me didn't. i was often your third wheel just like <laughs> always <Jess. laughs> in your marriage you'll always be our third wheel in the marriage. Gladly. um yeah so so we did that let's well and then we did the london trip and then what what was like your next evolution of tour did you go i mean because you went on another one you went on a few more after that well the one that chris jobson curated where we went to some uh smaller cities too that, that was oh, so yeah that's the mobile so then yeah, yeah, we're, okay. we're, we're getting yeah, we're, we're right. skipping ahead um i was gonna say no, no, that's good. yeah i remember i mean we talk about this often but my very first friday at work before the mobile library yeah. had really been built there was like a brainstorming meeting we would have one every friday we just you know talk about different ideas and it was open and the idea came up for the mobile library and i was like whoa this is blowing my mind and then it happened uh the next year so i yeah yeah i mean we had uh we had this idea and we were like we're gonna make a house on wheels we were gonna actually <laughs> build and then the walls turned out and you could like and they were shelves and we had like a friend mock it all up and who's going to build it for us. And then we we're, we had to scale it back, but yeah, that, that was, that was a, a moment that a world was created that, that day. I remember that meeting very well. <laughs> yeah. I remember, I remember all like the renderings and I think like Sarah was doing like little illustration and sketch or something and just all those steps like, wait, is this, is this really happening? Are we building this like food truck house that's going to travel? <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, Chris Jobson from uh, This Is Colossal uh, online site, who's always been a good friend of all of ours and the project, and we invited him to come and curate the first show, and he literally looked through, I think we had like 25,000 books at the time, and he sat, I remember him like sitting in the corner doing it the Part whole it time. Long. It was amazing. Yeah. He was like, I'm going to look, I'm doing this. Yeah. I love that so much. <laughs> That's amazing. And he just pulled any books that felt like it fit. And uh, and then, yeah, we drove to Ann Arbor and Pittsburgh and... Uh, Madison? Is that that one? My... Cleveland or something? I don't know. I probably cut this part out. But <laughs> it was it was kind of like a Midwest, like, center-y area, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. and we just did an episode with, with Brandon Mazone, who... So his story started, he's the Honeymoon for One book. Do you remember that? <gasps> yes, I do. Yeah. 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 So we just, title. his episode just came out and he had come to the Ann Arbor show to, to check it out and bought a book for his mom. And that's how he first engaged with us. And then he sort of had this whole history with us after that. But yeah, I was telling him that that is just such a it was such a random show that we did. So it was cool that he found us and then that it worked out. But I want to say it was Cleveland, Ann Arbor, Pittsburgh. That's I'm going to say that. Okay. How did you pick the locations back then? Was there a rhyme or reason? Did it change every year? No. Well, those three cities were sort of just because we we had a, a certain smaller time frame, and then also we were like sort of helping or Chris. Jobson was like helping us pick the cities. And so he um, he's in Chicago. So we were sort of trying to pick places in between us, I think a little bit. And 
But yeah, overall, you know, I think a lot of the cities were just because we picked them initially. And then we always had a lot of participants in those cities because we went to those cities and it sort of was like who came first. But, uh, you know, I think we, we just sort of always went to Chicago, L.A. Um, we went to Boston, wow. sort of every other year, Portland. We went to Portland, Maine. I mean, we've really been to, I think I calculated it once. There has been, it was like, Oh, a, a very large amount of cities in the U.S. that we've been to. I mean, we then we started going. We did our like uh, whistle stop tours where we really wanted to get into smaller communities, and we went to like Cedar Rapids and Rapid City, South Dakota. And uh, I just saw the other day we went to like Lincoln, Nebraska. Yeah, I mean, every stop was so different. Not just like, I mean, <laughs> when you brought up Austin, I was just remembering Colab and like. It was like this cool open art yeah. space, this huge yard and like, you know, an indoor gallery, but like this huge like farmy backyard in East Austin. And like every show was so different. You know, it'd be like, are we at like the Los Angeles County Museum of Art? <laughs> or are we at this cool like little art space? Um, is it a school? Are we getting like all students? Uh, or is it, you know, a totally different demographic of people? Every stop was, was so, so different. I feel like that speaks to our collection too in a really like beautiful way. Yeah. I mean, my favorite shows have always been those smaller shows in the smaller cities because those, because that was sort of something that we later in the later years sort of strived to get to communities that wouldn't normally get something like this, you know, like Chicago, New York, LA, they always, they'd probably be a stop on a lot of different exhibitions, but I think for us to be able to stop at Cedar Rapids and then people were so enthusiastic and we'd get, you know, the whole community would get out and people would stay for hours. And it was just such a really much, much more meaningful experience. I mean, it was super fun to go to LA obviously and be there and to like have the huge crowd, but to really have that intimate experience, I think those cities were definitely our favorites. I remember the Wichita uh, one really, really clearly. I oh, loved yeah. that stop. It was, it was so fun to come to a college. <laughs> I have a picture of myself with like the mascot, like the shocker. <laughs> He's like checking out sketchbooks. And I just remember that show being incredibly fun to like have that energy of like a lot of students hadn't heard of it. Um, it wasn't like a lot of our shows where it's all participants coming to check out their books. Um, yeah, that, that one was really fun. Yeah, we we went to Wichita. We were there for three days. It was like a Friday to Sunday. We like I think I did a talk at the school, and then we did like a gallery opening, and then we like went to a, a few elementary schools, and yeah. So we went. Cool. It was like a different place every every few hours, and that was yeah, that was a really cool experience too. I don't. I'm trying to remember her name. She was like the the woman who helped us was just like amazing and like organized this whole thing. I, yeah, I get yes, I can picture her too. And then the same thing with, uh, were you at the Steamboat Springs um, shows? I wasn't at Steamboat Springs, but I, I remember that being being a stop. That was kind of like, yeah, sometimes we would just get someone reaching out that was really excited. And we'd be like, yeah. <laughs> Fergus Falls. Fergus Falls, yep. Yeah. We went to Rochester. That's a great one. Um, yeah. Kathy Farrell. Yeah. Shout out to Kathy Farrell. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah i mean i think it, it really was yeah it's it's so it's so nice to chat about this and like remember all of this especially in a year of feeling like we can't leave the house <laughs> i know 
I'm with you. I'm ready to hit the road again. If you want to take it on tour, I'll come back. (laughs) You'll lead it this time. Yeah. I mean, I wonder, I mean, it's something that we think about a lot. It's been hard to think about what the evolution Mm -hmm. of this will be. I mean, it's sort of a new world. I mean, I think it's easier to travel to places that we don't have to drive across the country. So maybe there's a change to that. But, you know, after your time, we ended up getting our bookmobile made, which is obviously the cutest thing ever to be created. But, you know, that also has its challenges. We can't fit, I think we could fit about 1100 books uh, in total on that. And then it kind of, it's also harder to help like organize so that people can find what they're looking for because it's all sort of like really compact. Um, Yeah. It's something that we as an organization always talk about. And we should say too, that Jess is, is on our board. Mm -hmm. She's our treasurer. Right. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> those uh random titles we give to people uh and yeah so we're something we're always we're always thinking about and but yeah i i think i'll i'll just i'll always romanticize that time on tour it was it was really special and now you're you're like our bestie for life i feel like you're always in our life and you're always a part of the project and it's you know there's a few of you guys that i feel like really helped grow the the project in the library and made it what it was and it's just so cool to like have i mean i've been doing this the whole time for 16 years almost but it's really amazing to have these people that have come and gone and have been a part of it and it's like you and eli and steve maganero and naomi and these people who who have just like been such a big part of it it's 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 really cool that we can still be a part of each other's lives and have share these memories together. Yeah. I'm so happy I can still, still be a part of it. It's always meant a lot to me and um, yeah, I'm so thrilled to still be involved. I and I noticed, all right, fine. But I did notice yeah, the other day on your, your website that you have your like, I'm an art director, but also I drove uh, <laughs> a bookmobile. Like those are your two points about who you are in life. I, love I mean, that. the part that I will openly admit now is that I know it makes me cool that I did this. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> I got some some cred. Yeah, well, thank you so much for for doing this. I I feel like we're we're gonna have a two part two parter here, uh, which is pretty exciting, and I hope people enjoyed listening to our stories, and we're we're hoping to get some more. Uh, I mean, what what are you? You're not, well, you're on the board, so you're still like an active part of it, but there's like gotta be, a, you're not like ex-staff members. You're like, you're a part of your extended family of the Sketchbook Project. Maybe we'll have more of, of this extended family join us for reminiscent talks of times gone by. Times gone by. <laughs> Love it. All right. Well, I hope you enjoy your day and it was so nice catching up with you. Yeah. So good to see you both. Yeah. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. That's it. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks so much to Jess uh, for taking the time to talk to us. Thanks to my co-host Autumn. And as always, if you want to participate, learn more about the project or make a donation, head over to Brooklyn Art Library dot org slash podcast. We'll see you next time.